Hi, this is Anna and welcome to the fifth episode of my podcast, Darling's Vocal Chords. Today I'm going to talk about mood boards, so lean back and enjoy. So first of all, I might explain what a mood board even is. So it's basically just an edit, but it's a special type of edit. Like for example, you choose a background with a color and then you put some pictures on it and a headline. And the most important thing to add on a mood board are the PNGs, which are just like little stickers from a thing in a room or from an outfit and yeah then you place it on the edit and in the end it's a mood board but there is no right way how a mood board is supposed to look like because there are many different types of it and each editor makes unique edits and it's just really pretty to look through them and see different teams I also have a mood board account and its name is Nazism, but <laughs> you write it like N V R C I S I S W and a lot of people probably get confused by my username but I think it's really oh I like it a lot and it's basically inspired by the word narcissism as i said before but you couldn't get the name on instagram so i had to change the h when v and a turned around <laughs> and the v is for the m turned around so i think actually it makes sense but yeah if you don't get the username then you're probably really confused and my username got inspired by a lovely creator called Nicrophilian and her username was also not available so she changed the a as well to a v and yeah that's how i got inspired let's talk about why i even started making mood boards so as i've already said in my very first episode i got inspired by nictophilian and her name is lou so shout out to her so at first i had a harry potter fan page i still have it but now i make new books as well there but just about the whole harry potter topic so if you want to follow my username there is groovy gryffindor yeah i got inspired by nikophilian because she had a harry potter account too in the first way like a fan page and first she just posted text posts and fan art and then she started making mood boards and i got inspired by it and i thought it was so pretty i was just like yeah i have to do that too and then i want to continue making normal edits on my harry potter fan page at first so I made myself a mood board account and I have two mood board accounts and yeah my main mood board account is about literally anything and I'm mostly active on this one right now I mean I have like 
um, 11 accounts or something, but yeah, this one was my main right now. And on my Harry Potter fan page, I make mood books too now. But not only mood boards, I also make fan art and video edits and yeah, sometimes other edits when I get bored. So it's basically an all Harry Potter account, but with different, yeah, editing types because um, sometimes I get a bit bored of just making mood boards, though I don't get bored of making mood boards, but yeah, sometimes I want to do some other things so I can upload them there. What apps do I use? I use Pixar mostly, but do I recommend it? I don't know. <laughs> it's not really the best app because it crashes a lot, which is really annoying. But apart from crashing, it has some good tools and I think it's really cool that most things don't cost money some things do but i don't have them because i don't need them so there are just some special things like more filters and stuff but when i make edits i usually don't need them so that's really cool then for filters yeah i use pixar 2 or i use prequel a lot it has really cool filters sometimes i use 1989 cam for some folders i also use Ronto for reports sometimes when i don't want to use pixar or when i want other fonts and yeah for fonts i usually don't use pixar's fonts but a lot from font apps you can have so you have the fonts on your keyboard for example there's this app called fonts which i use and also fonts keyboard but you can also when you go on the website instagram fonts or something like that it's called and you can also get free fonts which are really cool so i, I mainly use them at the moment i also sometimes use pinterest for pngs or for pictures so i get often inspired by the pictures there and use them for my mood board and for making pngs i also use the app called eraser because you can just yeah erase the background easily but i also use pixar for pngs too because you can save your pngs there and and you don't have to search them in your gallery and have them as a photo but you can yeah just keep them as pngs there and i also use the app from instagram called liard if i yeah need to make liards for example when i post with a call up and i need to make all the pictures from the other creators together then i use this app it's really easy just make them together <laughs> the next question i've written down is what i like about the community and what i don't like and let's start with the pros because that's more positive <laughs> so what i like is that it is a community but I also don't like that it is a community. For example, I like that you can easily find other creators who make the same edits as you, so mood boards, because when you make a typical type of edits, it's sometimes really hard 
surging people who make the same as you but at this community it's really easy and and it's really easy getting new followers and more inspiration because you find all the people there and they're often really nice and you can hype each other up which is really cool and that's also how i get a lot of inspiration um, from other creators when i see their new boots and then i get inspired i also get a lot of inspired from collabs that's when you make mood boards with other creators together and everyone makes their own mood board but it's all about the same team so in the end you have like a collage with a lot of mood boards together i think that's it with the pros like yeah just that we're all together get inspired are really nice and yeah i have found many friends there which is so cool because most of my online friends i have are actually not people with personal accounts but yeah i'm a board people which is really nice and i've also found many pen pals there and i have since more than a year in contact with some of them which is really cool they get a shout out in the end what are cons first of all we have cancer culture which is not only in the mood board community but you see there a lot because for example when i'm on my personal account i don't really see the cancel culture i don't feel it there and also when i'm on my harry potter fan page i also don't see it a lot just check her rolling and those topics but i think there it is okay because we all know jk rowling yeah she's not cool we don't support her but her art you know separating the art from the artist and as we're at it i might say that a lot of people in the mutual community don't get to think with separating the art from the artist because a lot of people in the mutual community not myself but many other people for example like to hear lana del rey and we all agree on the fact that she's not a good person but just because she's not a good person doesn't mean the other people are not allowed to enjoy her art i don't like her music but that's just my personal opinion so everyone else who wants to listen to her music and make edits about her music is allowed to make edits about her art because it doesn't mean they fully support all her actions and her personality so for example it's already shit enough when artists get cancelled which are not problematic at all but people think they are problematic or artists who have done something 13 years ago and now are better or artists who are literally dead and still get cancelled especially we have the example of John Lennon I have a lot of arguments why John Lennon is not a problematic person and he's also dead so it doesn't matter actually because he can't he can't do bad things anymore he's not here but I enjoy his art and yeah I also like him as a person but I have many arguments for it but it's not the topic here so let's not talk about John Lennon all the time i might do 
an episode about the Beatles or so on because you know they're my favorite artist. But let's go back to what is the worst part here is when other Newport creators get cancelled. I have seen this on my own many times. Also with friends or people who were my friends both happened and it's really brutal how people just for example publish screenshots of conversations and only publish the problematic parts and then post it on their accounts and then everyone posts again and then in the end rumors like being a racist are spread and everything everywhere and they actually don't have any proof but people here in this community tend to always just believe the so-called victim but the person who acts as a victim doesn't always have to be the actual victim so that's also what people don't get here especially when you don't have any proofs for neither one side nor the other you should be neutral many people here are not and then they take a side but when you take the side of the other person who gets cancelled then you get cancelled too though you're just supporting your friends which makes no sense because they are supporting their friends too so why should you not support them as well so for example when a friend of mine gets cancelled i'm especially trusting the friend who gets cancelled because they are my friend so why should they lie to me it is possible that they lie to me but in many ways i take side to them at first because they are not strangers they are my friends and i'm loyal that's what the other persons do too who cancel because maybe the person i support i take side on has done something bad to the person who wants to cancel them but it's really complicated sometimes people here not only get cancelled because they have said something but also because they make mute boards about a topic which people don't like which people tend to call problematic or as i said maybe because about an artist or something and first of all i think we should not cancel normal people for some things they have done because we all make thoughts sometimes and they're not that fame that when they make something wrong it takes big actions and sometimes people don't know that something is problematic so instead of cancelling them in the first way we should educate people and there's also this thing that sometimes when people don't make many educational posts they get cancelled too because they might be a racist or something which makes no sense at all because i myself also don't make many educational posts because i think my account is a safe place which doesn't mean just because it's safe it has to be educational my account is safe to this point that I just want to make art which is not political, which is not educational, which just makes fun. So for example about 
movies I like about music, about food, about aesthetics, just about things I enjoy and not about things I want to educate people. Because when people want to get educated, they can Google it, they can go on other Moodboards accounts which make those posts. But I don't want to make it and I want to create such a safe place that we don't have to worry about those things. So that when you watch my stories, you don't get awareness about hate against people and about bad political things that are going on in the world because yes it is important to educate about it but it is also important to just run away from it for a few moments and just stop worrying about it and that's what i do so when i don't want to hear about it i usually go make edits and yeah go on the internet and just enjoy the good things there and that's why the internet can be toxic too and i just want to leave from reality but it is not easy on the internet so that's why i sometimes when i just want to flip i watch an anime and then <laughs> it's okay another thing i don't like about the movement community is that most of the big accounts only support other big accounts so there are many accounts who have like more than ten thousand followers or almost hundred thousand followers and then they sometimes make shout outs and support other accounts and post guides with mood boards they like but then you always see the same big accounts supporting other big accounts which makes literally no sense because there are so many good and creative accounts which only have like a hundred followers around that you know under a thousand followers and they need so much more recognition they need so much more support to grow bigger to make a bigger audience to feel better because then you know how it feels when your art don't get as much likes as you want this should not be your first priority when you make an instagram account but i totally know that you just can't help it when you see other edits sometimes even edits which you think don't have much effort in them than your own and then it makes you yeah really sad when you see they have much more likes than you do it's about the supporting thing so we should support much more small accounts instead of big ones it doesn't mean that we are not allowed to like the big ones we can support them as well but we should support more little accounts that should be our main focus <laughs> in supporting also what i don't like is that it's called the community because sometimes when the community is so toxic i don't want to call myself a member of the community just because i make the same types of edits so sometimes when the can cancer culture is yeah really hard well sometimes we have this time then we have much more drama in the community than during some other times and last time when it was so big i posted on my story and i said that i was refusing to call myself a member of this community but 
you see every community and every fandom has pro and contras. Okay, now we come to tips how to get friends there. When you start making a moodboard account, it really feels like you have no reach and don't get friends. But as I said, because the community is so big, it's actually really easy finding other people. And then you can just often slide in their direct messages. They sometimes even have this setting in their bio. And then you can make collabs with them. As I said, that's how you can get a lot of reach because when you post it, everyone gets tagged and then they see, oh, you have a lot of reach and then you can take part of contest. That's what some accounts do. So you have some teams and then you can enter and the best move points get shoutouts too. There are some who do shoutout for shoutout and so on, but you should not do self promo in the first way. So many many accounts hate it when you just slide in your comment section and make promo for yourself but you can actually get reached when you comment on a lot of posts from others so people see your account and they know oh this person is so nice they hype others up and so you can get reached too and some people have even mood board group chats or gang group chats and you can often just ask to be part of them too and then they add you and if you still don't know how to get friends you can just slide in my direct message and i would be glad to help you out and be your friend and now we get to the last point of today's episode the shout outs so i have many many moodboard friends and i'm really glad for all of them and actually they all deserve a shout out but today i'm only mentioning my oldest friends from this community which are at first as i said nick dufulian then we have red kite dreams almost natasha neptune lyrical levitana and michelle michelle doesn't have a moodboard account but i've known her through the community and i'm really thankful for all of you guys i love you so much also a tiny shout out for the chewy group chat you know when you know you're really red guys i love you thanks for letting me be part of this and of course the cool pete for borders that's it with today's episode go check those accounts out and i'm really glad you listened might consider following my instagram accounts and be here for the next episode bye this was anna and my podcast darling's vocal chords